Hey guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, and I know you enjoy the Girl Dad Discussion Podcast, I'm your host, Ernest James, and I believe the relationship between a daughter and her father is one of the most important relationships a young lady can have. And therefore, my mission is to promote the daddy-daughter relationship by sharing the voices of girl dads to the world. So check out our podcast on every platform where podcasts can be listened to. And if you want to watch the podcast, check us out on our YouTube channel. Again, that's the Girl Dad Discussions Podcast with your host, Ernest James. Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Get some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. Hey guys, this is Ernest James, host of the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And I got a question to ask you. Could you buy me a cheeseburger? Better yet, could you buy me a value meal? Yes? Well, guess what? I don't need a value meal. However, for the cost of a value meal, you can support this podcast to keep us on the air. Just go to Patreon slash Deal to Heal podcast and choose any one of the three tiers that's available. And if you just want to make a one-time donation, go to Cash App. And make a donation to dollar sign E James, the number 418. Make a one time donation to the Cash App, or again, go to Patreon to support this podcast and keep us on the air. Thanks in advance. Be blessed. Welcome to Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. On this podcast, my guest and I will discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can live a life that is happy, healthy, and whole. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I'm your host, Ernest James, and I believe that everyone can and should live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Deal to Heal uh, podcast. If you haven't already, Make sure that you guys listen, like, subscribe, and share the podcast. Don't keep it to yourself, but share with someone else. Let them know that we're here uh, delivering good content and inspirational, uplifting content to help you through your issues, whatever your uh, your day-to-day is. Um, we definitely try to get up our YouTube members, so definitely check us out on YouTube. Also, check out our partner podcast that we've uh, started recently, which is 
the Girl Dead Discussions podcast, where myself uh, have conversations with other girl dads and even daughters talking about the relationship between the dad and the daughter, uh, which I believe is one of the most important relationships that we can have, the father and daughter relationship. So make sure that you guys are checking that uh, checking that out also. Also, I'm going to tell you guys how you can win $100 from the podcast, but you got to stay until the end of the episode in order to get that information. So make sure you guys hang out with us uh, to the end, which I know you will because we're always delivering good content. And so you guys want to check us out. So good. Uh, today, just like any other day, we are blessed with the guest, Mr. Fletcher. How are you doing? What's going on, everybody? What's happening? What's happening? I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. Man, first of all, let me say thank you for being here because you could be doing anything else, but you took out the time to be here with me and my listeners, and we definitely appreciate it. And mm-hmm. I want you to know that up front. So thank you very much uh, for being here. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Glad you reached out. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So do me a favor. Introduce yourself uh, to my listeners and let us know exactly who you are and what it is that you do. Man, I would be glad to. So my name is Fletcher Cleves. I was born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. All my Memphis listeners, I hope y'all out there mid-south stand up. You know how it is. Uh, but growing up, you know, I was the epitome of boys will be boys. Just getting into trouble, breaking windows. Not any real trouble, just regular boy stuff. Ding dong, ditching and staying out past curfew and that type of stuff. But my family wanted me to use that energy to more something more positive. So they put me in organized team sports. So I was in everything you could think of. Like If it was a team sport, I played it. So plus don't have no free time year round. And then I fell in love with the game of football about seventh and eighth grade when I was kind of an undersized athlete. Ninth grade, I went to my high school, went to try for the football team. And, you know, everybody was like, Fletch, you know, you're kind of undersized. You sure you want to play football? You don't want to take a baseball? And I was like, no, I kind of I kind of fell in love with football. And then I balled out my ninth grade year, did extremely well. And then I kind of realized, like, I'm kind of better than everybody else. Like, okay, right, I'm feeling good. And long story short, I played 10th, 11th, and 12th. And I ended up getting a full, a full, a full football scholarship to an institution here in Tennessee, small college. And you know, I kind of worked my way and got my body in shape. I graduated high school in May of 2009. I left two days after high school graduation to go to my college and training because you know I didn't want to be just hanging around all summer and getting into trouble and going to pool parties. And you know, ain't no good coming from nobody who ain't got nothing to do. So uh, I did all that stuff. So I went, you know, in rest of May, June, July, August. I ended up gaining about 25 pounds of muscle, working out twice a day. And things looking up. I got named starter in the rotation for my upcoming collegiate game against Georgia State. I'm feeling good. You know, freshman, I'm in class. School just started. I'm in class about a week or two. But unfortunately, on September 10th, 2009, my roommate and I went to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the first NFL game. It was crowded. We got the wings to go. Unfortunately, on the way back to the dorm, my lady was texting and driving, ran us off the road, caused us to flip into a ditch, and I, I broke my neck and was paralyzed. I broke my neck in two places and was paralyzed immediately. And, you know, my football career was over instantly, but it put me on a different trajectory, a different path, and it allowed me to do the things I'm doing today. All right. All right. And so uh, I know I, I told you off air, you know, I, I spent like the last hour watching your videos on your your YouTube channel. And uh, two two things. First of all, just to you, and I know I mentioned before we started recording, uh, uh, I'm proud of you, you know what I'm saying, uh, to be doing what you're doing. You know, I'm proud of you to have the the mindset to keep pushing, you know. And if if I can, uh, if I could 
compare you to someone who you remind me of, it would be the great Inky Johnson. And uh, I don't know if you've heard that before. You've probably heard that before. Yeah, I've been in contact with Ink before on social media. We've never met, but uh, he knows. I believe he knows who I am, but I don't know if you remember actually talking to me. But people tell me that all the time. Like, man, have you ever met Inky? You ever met Inky? I'm like, never met him, but I've uh, been in contact with him before in the past. Yeah, yeah. And so similar story. Not, not necessarily similar, but yeah. close enough, you know. Um, but even having that same mindset as he did to, to keep pushing and to use your story to to bring uh, enlightenment, you know, and and hope to other people, you know what I'm saying? To Absolutely. even in the speaking, speaking spaces as we both share, I think that's amazing, and, and I'm proud of you for that. Um, but one of the things I got out of, of watching your videos, right? So I'm gonna go back oh. to in in my in my. Uh, background. So I remember at my earliest, I probably was like maybe 10 or 12, something like that. I remember one of my mom's friends uh, whose last, whose first name is James. My last name is James, but his first name is James. I don't even okay. know what his last name was, but I remember his name. Mr. James. James. Yeah. yeah. Mr. James. And, and he was in a wheelchair. And I okay. remember us, you know, inter interacting with him. And um, years later, um, one of my other friends that grew up with us in church, uh, mm -hmm. their father, well, their family, but their father, I don't remember if he was in an accident. I don't remember exactly what happened to him. Um, but I do remember as a result of whatever happened, he was in a wheelchair paralyzed from the let, from the waist down, okay. and I remember, you know, watching his, uh, his sons who was a little older than I was, um, you know, take care of him and, and help him out. And then even in my own life, um, I, have a love for helping people the last 10, eh, not quite 10, but almost 10 years. I would say about seven or eight years. I've okay. been a uh, health aid, healthcare aid, uh, whatever the name they want to oh, give wow. us. Okay. And um, I've been one of the care main caregivers for two twin brothers who are both uh, in wheelchairs. And, and okay. so say all that to say in watching your videos one of the things I, I definitely have to give a, a huge shout out to your support system man I'm i can't like, do it without them i couldn't do it without them man i'm i'm just watching some of the stuff that you've done and how they take uh -huh. care of you and, and look out for yeah, you because you know, you know you know what it takes you know you know what yeah. it takes you've been living in this or working in this area so a lot of people don't understand yeah. it was like you know flesh how are you able to do all these things i'm like what y'all don't see behind that camera it's about 15 people that's with me, you know, mm -hmm. it's a whole team and support system. And I know every last one of them, I take a bullet for any of them from cousins to friends, to childhood friends, to teen, old teammates, to family members, man, anybody. Hey, I need somebody to go with me to Paris. Where, what time are we leaving, Fletch? And, hey, who's trying to go to Dubai? I can't go by myself, but I've always wanted to go. Man, mm -hmm. all right, Fletch, come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was just amazed with that. I'm like, yeah, that's 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 amazing. You know to have that that uh support system that you have so i'm definitely you know want to give them a shout out you know as well as you because i'm like i know you know like you said you wouldn't be able to do all the things that you do without having that that support system absolutely shout out to them yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so let's go let's go uh uh back a little bit you know because i know you mentioned about um the the whole thing have you ended up in this position with someone mm -hmm. you know texting and driving or on a phone, however it was, uh, which led you to, to, you know, go to talk to schools, high school kids and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Definitely about, 
you know, distracted, distracted driving, um, which is it goes way more than than high school kids because I know adults that still try to do it. You know, oh, absolutely. Uh, See, there was the, the tricky part is teenagers have been texting long as they've been driving, right? They just start driving right. at sixteen, but they've had a cell phone since the second grade. But the right. other on the flip side of that coin, adults have been driving long; they've been texting. I'm pretty sure when you start driving at 15, 16, I don't know how old you are, but I'm pretty sure technology wasn't the same as it is now. You know, I had a car phone, wasn't no texting. I had a a big phone with the backpack. My dad say, uh, my dad used to tell me all those. You know, there wasn't no texting, so you had no choice but to pay attention. So each each realm of each generation think they can do it. Hey, boy, I've been driving long, long you've been alive. I know what I'm doing. And kids, man, I've been texting. Since the third grade, I know what I'm doing, but the truth is the human brain cannot do two cognitive skills effectively at the same time. The term multitasking is a myth. You cannot do two things that require you to think simultaneously. But what you can do is like the brain and computer, even computers, the term uh, multiprocessing, it doesn't mean we get the illusion that it's happening simultaneously, but what it's doing is switching between tasks so fast that it gives the illusion that they're happening at the same time. Same thing your brain does. Your brain switches between tasks so fast that, you know, oh, I can cook and watch TV. Really? I don't think you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it just kind of goes to, to that decision-making process, right? You know, and, and making decisions that, you know, definitely smart smart decisions or decisions that in the middle of whatever that you're doing, kind of thinking ahead, you know, that making sure that you're making the best decision that mm-hmm. works out your in your best interest and in the best interest of you know the people that's around you you know and so when you're talking to the kids even about decision making because i have my own thing that i talk about but um when you're talking to kids even about you know decision making and, and making the right decisions you know even like checks in the driving you know what that's i'm saying right. what are some of the things that you that you would like to point out to them you know outside of what you just said which is which is definitely a uh Something I've heard before, but definitely a, a, a nugget of, of information that I definitely think needs to be shared more. You know, mm-hmm. that even though we do think we can multitask, the, <laughs> the truth of the matter is one of those tasks is going to get less brain energy. The multitasking that we used to is like, you know, you may be following a cookbook and listening to the TV, but if you're sitting there saying, all right, two cups of eggs, one cup of flour. And what she say? Hold on, rewind it. I missed it because you can't. You know what I'm saying? Your brain just can't do two things at once. But to answer your question, the thing that I tell a lot of uh, my audiences, whether it's te- teenagers or, or college students or corporate America, the choices you make today will affect your tomorrow. So the choices you make today will affect your tomorrow, and that's how important choices are. Everything you do has an equal and opposite reaction. You know, as we learned in science. So my mother used to tell us all the time. Tell me at least. Uh, all the time and i say us because this is a backstory of my my childhood I, I am my only child but my uh auntie so i call her my auntie but really my older cousin passed away when i was in the seventh grade so we took in her two kids so i went from only child to having two sisters overnight so when i say us that's what i mean she used to tell us every day um the choices you are uh, not the choice you make today uh consequences 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 you are who you uh, represent. So it's like you represent your family. So when you go out there, that cleaves boy, that cleaves boy, who are his parents. So you are a representation of us and everything has a consequence. So, you know, so understand that every choice you make, whether good or bad, has a consequence. You know, you study, 
you get an A. That's the consequence. You know, you don't study, you fail. That's the consequence. So good or bad, everything has a consequence. So when it boils down to it, life is about choices. Yeah, yeah. And and I always talk to I talk to people about when, we, when we're talking about choices, you know, that some people think just because there are some things that you can uh, change, right, after you make a choice and it don't work out, then you can do something else to kind of fix mm-hmm. it, so to speak, and, like, that makes it okay, right? And I'm saying no, because it doesn't change the fact that that happened, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Right? And so so the scenario that I like to give is, is getting a tattoo, right? When you get a tattoo, it's semi-permanent, right? So everybody say, oh, it's permanent, but you get mm-hmm. it removed. Your but moment. the thing is, when you get it, there's some changes that have to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So your body, your arm, let's say if you get it on your arm, your skin is smooth, it's pure. Mm-hmm. Just to get a tattoo, the process of getting it is this needle going in and out your arm, Absolutely. right? Now this is going in and out, but it's also injecting ink into your arm. So there's an experience mm-hmm. that your body is going through just to get that tattoo. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. And so once you get it, and now you have it, it's like, okay, cool. Then let's say years later, now you want to get rid of it. It's like, all right, I don't want it no more. It was something stupid I got, you know, when I was in uh, eighth grade. So now I want to yeah. get rid of it. So now let's say they got, you take the laser uh, route. Uh, Which that kind of burns it off. Now yeah. your body is going through another transaction to remove that tattoo. So once you remove it, it's like, okay, it's gone. It's not really gone. You can't see it anymore. But those experiences has had some experiences to your body, mm-hmm. which was affected in the process of getting it and in the process of removing it. Absolutely. So just because you can't see it anymore doesn't mean it didn't happen. Doesn't Absolutely. mean your Bible, your body haven't been through that transition. You know what I'm saying? And so that's just like the decisions that we make, you know, in everyday life. Some of the decisions that we make, we might not be able to see the consequences of it. You know, because we whatever we did, maybe we was able to fix it on the back end, but it doesn't change the fact that it happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I so I'd like to tell people, you know, think about that. Think about the especially the parts of the uh consequences that you can't see. So because those are sometimes more impactful than the ones that you can see. Yeah, you know? I agree, I agree. You might not see the consequence, especially if it's a future consequence, like mm-hmm. something you do today affects you 10 years from now. Like you might not see it today. But it's going eventually it's gonna come, you know, it's gonna come to haunt you. You know, I would use the example, let me try to think of something off the top of my head where you might, you know, commit a robbery or you know, become a you get an F on your report card, I mean, which a felon, right? So you mm-hmm. might not reap, you know, you go to jail, you might think your consequences are over. Okay, I did my two years, I've served my time, consequences over. But they uh, discriminate against people with felonies of voting, uh, mm-hmm. what type of loans they can receive. The types of banks, type of neighborhoods they can live in, what they can and can't do, type of schools they can go to, type of things. You know, I, I've done a speaking presentation uh, with multiple speakers with different stories, and one of them is a felon. He killed somebody drunk driving, and he all his he has nieces and nephews that ask him, "Could he? Hey, can you come, Uncle? I'm gonna just say Tommy, Uncle Tommy, can you come chaperone our field trip set, uh, next Friday? Felons can't be around kids, <laughs> so yes, mm-hmm. you know, give that 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 heartbreaking now. Uncle Tommy can't come because. You know, seven years ago, I made a choice that still has consequences to this day. Of course, he wants to be there for his nieces and nephews, right. but so consequences are consequences, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that just goes into the 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 choices that we make. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, watching you, 
Right, watching you, like I said, I spent the last hour or so watching all your videos. This is okay. And also, well, another thing that made me what, think about which you. Which one was your favorite? I mean, I don't mean to interrupt you. Let me ask which one was your favorite. You know what? I, I tell you which one, and, and, and this probably is a little bit selfish, but it was the one where you went to Mexico. Because I just went to Mexico last year. I like one where y'all did the, the underground cave. Yes, and sir. I did that. So I just kind of really connected with that because I just did that. So that was cool. Because it's like it's one of my longer ones, it's like 30 minutes. So people kind of get sucked mm -hmm. in. It's like, how's he going to do this? How's he going to do that? You know, they're yeah. like, oh, I get it. Okay. But go ahead. Yeah. I mean, you love to. But even, and then even with that, that, that one even gave me more of a, uh, uh, appreciation, like I was saying, for your team, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because everything that went into making sure that you were able to enjoy that experience, you know, the jumping off the cliffs and to going under the thing and, you know, watching how all of them work together, you know, mm -hmm. to make sure that you you enjoyed it. So uh, definitely, I love that, you know what I'm saying? And again, like I said, I definitely have to appreciate your team. And as someone who, you know, has worked in this field to you know, I know about the breaking down of the wheelchair and the picking the people up and, you know, yeah. the whole thing. And, and it's, it's not it's not for the faint of heart, number one. And then you have to love people. Man, and you got to, like I said, you got you to gotta love. Like, y'all got to love Flitch. Man, and also, you don't say that, I think, you know, not to, you know, toot my own horn, but which I never thought about is a lot of people say, man, the fact that you have so many people that are willing to do so much for you contests mm -hmm. the type of person you are. Right. You know, to the person I was, you know, before the car crash, you know, I I remember getting suspended in the eighth grade because it was a black dude was it was again fighting two white dudes and I ain't like it. I don't even know what they was fighting about. I ain't like it. I ain't finna jump on him. <laughs> uh, so then the crazy part is he he started running. I'm the one that got in trouble. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, so it's just like I try to be a good person, man. I try to stick up for others when they. Are in need. I try to help others when they need because you never know when you're going to need help. And boom, I definitely need some help. And that was my motto even before the car crash. It was like, man, Liz, why are you late to class helping that lady? Man, you don't never know. That could be what if that was your grandma. What if that was, you know, right. you know what? Right. who needs help and when you're going to need help? Yeah, yeah. And that, that's one thing uh, my grandmother used to always say, um, you know, someone's today can be your tomorrow, you know, and you never know. No, you never you know. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was I was at practice that morning and and I and I that night and never would have thought and I had my whole week planned out. Hey man, I'm gonna practice today, got class, I'm gonna hit Buffalo Wild Wings, come back, I'm gonna wake up, hit class, and I'm gonna take sharing out on a date Friday night. You know, like I got this whole week planned, right? And boom, all that's canceled because I got a new whole new thing I gotta, you know, deal with yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. But you you've been dealing with it amazingly. Right. And like I said, spend the last hour or so watching videos, just like, man, you did more stuff than I did. You know what I'm saying? And I was watching you making, taking off your uh your to-do list. And I'm like, man, that's some of that same stuff on my list. And I ain't did yet. You know what I'm saying? And so just just you know, being able to have that mindset and the uh ability personally to be like, you know what, I'm not gonna let this situation stop me from living. You know, but I'm going to overcome, you know, whatever that I, I mm -hmm. adversity is, you know, and being able to give that, you know, give that inspiration and that talk to, to others. So what is something that you would advise or, you know, kind of say to someone that was dealing with whatever their issue that they're dealing with in order to, you know, 
just encourage them like you know what adversity comes to all of us in different forms you there know you uh, i was just about to say that you know, yeah yeah so go go ahead and what, what would you say to uh, someone? you hit the nail right on the head man adversity happens to everybody but it's not what happens to you that defines you it's how you respond to it how are you gonna respond when you don't get into that school you always wanted to how are you gonna respond when you make an F on that test? How are you gonna respond when you go through that divorce? How are you gonna respond when you get fired from your job? You know, crappy stuff happens to everybody. If you live long enough, if if nothing bad's never happened to you, you ain't lived long enough yet. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So it's not about what happens to you that defines you, it's how you respond to it. You got two options. You know, our football coach used to say the person who says they can and the person who says they can't are both right. Mm-hmm. Which one will you be? And then which one will you be? And that's a lot to kind of have that tough love motivational aspect to my presentations and because that's what I was fed being an athlete you know and I, now looking at it the older I get it might not have been the health, healthiest form of motivation but it worked you know I remember uh, you know football coach nobody cares what you're going through nobody cares your girlfriend broke up with you nobody care what are you going to do about the situation right now you know I get what he's trying to do but you know the older I get and mental health going around it's like hey no somebody does care about you my guy you know, but I get I get it. So basically, it's like, man, look, and, but it's real in the real world, man. Nobody don't care about your problems. Hey, uh, do you mind if I I'm kind of I'm in a bad we all got going on. You know, we all got something going on, too. You know, it's just about what you're going to do, what you're going to do about it. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's that's uh, uh, one of those things that, you know, like I said, we all dealing with different things. It just comes in different forms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so. Um, but one thing I can say, like I said before, you're definitely handling it amazingly, you know, and I know one of your one of your uh, uh, principles, should I say, is, you know, making sure that you're, you're living your life uh, to the fullest, you know, or a person is living their life to the fullest. And mm-hmm. I can really say that, you know, just from what I've seen and a little bit that I've seen that you've shared from the videos and, you mm-hmm. know, our, our day to day life is definitely longer than any video that we can actually record but you've been you know living up to that you know so tell us a little bit about that mindset and even some of the things that you've been able to do to to live Mm -hmm. your life to the fullest uh yeah you're right that's definitely one of my mantras so to speak man life life is meant for the living and what you're gonna do about it you know what i'm saying it's like i tell people like all the time don't just be alive live you know Mm -hmm. don't just have a heartbeat and be alive and like you know you get into this routine and it's hard it's easy to get into the routine wake up go to work come home kiss the kiss the kids kiss the wife go to bed you blink your eyes three times you've been doing this for 40 years right and i knew that's not the type of life i wanted i knew that type of not the life i i, I desire to have and uh you know i i have these different quotes that i just fumble around in my head all the time and i present to audiences is don't live the same year 75 times and call it a life don't can you if you look up and you've been doing the same stuff for 40 years, it's time to do something different. It's time to do something different. I don't know what that is, what that may be, whether it's a career. I'm not saying leave that good job with that good pension, but I'm just saying if you're doing to get promoted, uh, move to a new house, uh, uh, go to a different vacation, uh, go out the country or uh, do something, just your life is a shame that you have an opportunity to do everything and anything you've ever desired. And the only thing is stopping you is you. There's some people who can't do the things they wish you were able to do. And mm-hmm. I took that motto and how it all started was, I just feel like I never had a choice because I've always been an outgoing individual. I've always wanted more out of every situation. I've always wanted to push the boundaries. Got me in trouble a couple of times. Fletcher, don't touch that stove. It's hot. I don't believe you. You just don't want me to have no fun. You know, oh, it's hot. You so right. <laughs> yeah. And that's the type of thing. You know, it's like, you can't do that. 
can I not do it or you just don't want me to do it? Like it's always been my motto. How it started was when my car crash happened. I went to therapy in Atlanta, Georgia for an entire year at the Shepherd Center. Once I did that, I came back to Memphis, enrolled in University of Memphis. But that entire year I was in therapy, I was on Facebook watching all my peers live out their freshman life, going to spring break, going to uh, homecomings, going to yard shows, all the stuff that I thought I was going to be doing. I'm watching them do it. And I was like, I got to get I got to I got to get with that. I got to do that. I'm not going to just sit around and collect this disability check. You know, I came home for three months. And I was like, now what? And I was like, you know, you can go back to therapy here and there. You can watch TV. Go watch TV. I'm trying to, go back to school. I'm trying to get back out there with the honeys. You know, I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying. I wanted to be. I was 19 at the time, and I just there wasn't any life for a 19 year old to just be sitting at home. So I decided to go back to college and do. Hey, remember y'all went to Nashville? I want to go too. Remember y'all went? I want to do that too. Where are y'all shows I've been seeing? Where are all the pie contests? All the stuff that college kids do? You know dunk uh contest and, and midnight madness and all that fun stuff i want to do all that and, and, and exactly what i did and i got uh, a reputation of always being around i joined a fraternity i was blessed enough to do that my frat brothers helped me accomplish more accomplish even more and i just started traveling and doing stuff i always wanted to do you know so i just always willing to push the limit you know life is about limitations and uh, well let me say this the, the quote which is my which is what my company is named after the sky not the limit llc and what that means is don't tell me the sky is the limit when there's footprints on the moon there are no limitations to what you can achieve there are no limitations to what you can accomplish the only limitations are the ones you impose on yourself upstairs you know i know it's cliche to say if you believe it you can achieve it but i'm a firm believer hey if you can if you can think that you can do it eventually you're gonna do it uh, you know you can do it and uh, and i i typically end on this but we're we gonna keep the show rolling and I'm gonna I'm um, say it in the middle is how big would you dream if you knew you couldn't fail? How big would you dream if you knew you couldn't fail? If failure was not an option, what would you do? If you knew you would be successful at whatever came out your mouth, if a genie came was like, you get to, I wanna be an astronaut, I wanna be a lawyer or whatever. Why aren't you doing that now? Why aren't you doing that now? Everything you've ever wanted in life is on the other side of fear. Stop being afraid to live life. Stop being afraid to grasp what God has in store for you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, you should have saved that to the end. <laughs> you know, I love I'm passionate, man. I love. I, love, I, love, something else. <laughs> I gotta give you something else, man. <laughs> but listen, man, before, before we get out of here, uh, you you mentioned the, uh, you mentioned the sky is not the limit, which mm -hmm. is also the name of your book, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, so, sir. Talk, talk to us a little bit about the book and uh, let us know where we can uh, support you at in order to 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 get that. Yeah, throughout my speaking career, people always ask, you got a book? And I was like, no, I'm not really an author. English was never my forte. You know, it wasn't my thing. You got a book as the years progress. You got a book. You got a book. And I had, I'm very goal-oriented. I'm very goal-driven. I've always had the mantra, like, what's next? All right, Fletch. That's why, you know, school was kind of easy because there was always something to look forward to. You pass third grade, goes to fourth grade. Fourth grade to fifth grade and so on and so forth. You graduate, now you're in college. Freshman, sophomore, I, did, I did all that, graduated college. You know, and it was get the internships, do that. Now get a job. Okay, once you get that good job, now get it 401k. Once you do that, now move out. Now you get a car. You know, all this stuff I had accomplished before the age of 25. So now I'm like, now what I'm supposed to do? You know, and then and my dad was like, go to work. I said, forever? For the next 40 <laughs> years? Like, is this it? Oh, no, I got to do that. I got to find something else to do, man. So I was like, let right. me tell you what I've been telling you about this book. 
let me look into it. So I ended up getting a ghostwriter to help me formulate my thoughts. We worked on it for a year, came out on Amazon, was Amazon best-selling author within the first three days. And it was it was a fantastic experience. And I, and I love it. It's a great book. It's, like, it's entitled The Sky is Not the Limit, The Fletcher Cleaves Story. It talks about the endeavors I've been through from my perspective. Uh, my mother has her own chapter. My father has his own chapter. Because as I mentioned, with being an only child, you can imagine getting that phone call that, you know, your son has been in a car crash. And because I was 18, they couldn't disclose medical information over the phone. So my parents told me, it was like, hey, we got a call. My son's been in a car crash. And the, my dad says, is he okay? And the doctor or the whoever, the nurse, whoever responded and said, well, unfortunately, because he's 18, we can't disclose medical information over the phone. And then he would then follow, well, he, is he alive? And then we said, we can't disclose medical information over the phone. So having that type of stress of not knowing, making that drive, an hour drive, an hour and a half drive, not knowing whether your son is alive or dead, just just praying, man, I, I'm praying he's okay, I'm praying he's okay. And, and I was coherent enough to call them from the back of the ambulance. And um, I talked to him and, you know, my dad was like, once I heard your voice and you were talking normal and coherent, like, hey dad, I've been in a car crash, I'm on the way to the hospital. You all right? I'm like, they say I broke my neck. It was like, what else is wrong? I said, I don't know, but I'm in the back. It's like, you, you're talking like yourself. You sound like yourself. And he was like, once I heard that, everything else, we can be okay. Because number one, he's alive. Number two, he's coherent. He's answering all questions. Anything else we can deal with. Yeah. So there's, there's uh, chapters in the book from their perspective. Very, very emotional. Very uh, testimonial. So I definitely would say check that out. Yeah, you might might need to start working on uh, a screenplay. Should probably be the the next. Uh, I got to find something. Don't get that movie up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, People say that all the time. Yeah. Hey, man. That's listen. I this I say this right. Um, God God is amazing, right? And He allowed mm -hmm. sometimes allow other people to see what we don't see in ourselves, mm -hmm. you know? And I remember even as a young uh, minister, you know, coming mm -hmm. up in the church, uh, the church I was a part of um, probably in my twenties as a, as a young minister, uh, probably was about 10 or 12 associate ministers, you know, there with me, you know, and everybody got their own style. They, you know, do how, how they do it, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just in comparison, because I'm so laid back, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm me and, and kind of put them because they are more charismatic with their delivery and all of that. I'm like, okay, I mm -hmm. kind of put them at the front. Um, but not only other preachers and other ministers, but even the congregation, different ones will come to me and be like, no, like you got something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you don't deliver it the way they deliver, mm -hmm. but when you get done, you leave me with something that I can take, you know, take out the doors. Absolutely. You know. That's the whole thing to leave your audience with something they can take. It's good to be able to feel good and, and shout in the moment. You know what I'm saying? But when you go out Sunday and you hit Monday, do you have something from Sunday to carry you to the next Sunday? Exactly. You know? I've gotten that, those comments from the most, one of the most powerful comments I've ever received. So I worked in IT for about eight years at AutoZone headquarters here in Memphis, Tennessee. And, you know, texting and driving, they you know wanted me to give like a little presentation in front of the, just the whole headquarters, you know, about, I can't remember, 2,000 people, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, so I give the little presentation. It ain't about 10, 12 minutes. It ain't no whole hour. It's just 10, 12 minutes. And the CFO of the company comes down to be one in the basement where they keep IT in the dungeon. And he, you know, the big boss, he downstairs, like everybody looking, like, where he going? What's going on? 
He came to my cubicle and he was like, Fletcher, that was one of the most inspiring 12 minutes of my life. I don't see you sitting behind a desk for the rest of your career. You deserve you. You need to be out in the world sharing your testimony. I don't see you working here for that long. And I'm like, I ain't going to get fired. Is it? Like, <laughs> I, 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 I ain't want that speech to be that good. I want the speech to be that good where you fire me. <laughs> right. Uh, but, you know, just for him to say that and come down, it's like, man, you, you don't, you know, it's like, you don't not deserve, you don't belong behind mm -hmm. in the cubicle, man. You belong out in the community in the world. And, you know, he kind of, he came to my fundraiser. He helped me out so much. So that was like, man, that's really, maybe I should be doing this. Maybe I don't should be in no cubicle. You know, it was always trying to speak. I knew I got a little hits here and there, like come to Ohio, stay here and Florida here, you know, but nothing to make a career out of. So I was like, you know what, next year I'm going I'm to I'm hit the ground running full force. And then, you know, you get kind of complacent with that steady paycheck. You know, IT is a good, it's a good income. So it's hard to walk away from the, the you know, six-figure job at the age of 23, 24. It's such, you know, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm thinking next year I'll get into it. I'm only 24. Next year, I'll get into it. I'm only 25. Before I know it, I'm 32. And I'm like, I'm, I didn't blink in nine years and then by. You know, so it's like, stop playing with your potential, Flitch, and at least give it a try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm so glad that you did. Uh, I definitely know that your voice is needed. You know what I'm saying? And again, I'm definitely proud of you, proud of you to see the things that you're mm -hmm. doing. And especially in this, in this speaker's, uh, in the speaker's, profession that that we share you know it's always good to see people that's in it for the right reasons you know what mm -hmm. i mean with the right inspirations and uh uh the right motives behind what what you do and i and i definitely can gain that from from yeah. you, know, you and listening to you like it's all sincere you know sincere. what i mean I I, even when I first started speaking i didn't even charge mm. when i first started speaking i was just i was just happy to share my story and I, it was no type of structure. I was out there just speaking from the heart. And as the snowball effect kept going, uh, I was in Denver, Colorado. Uh, somebody was, I was like, man, look, if you, this is probably when I first got, was starting to get flown out. And I was like, me, come speak to my camp. I was like, yeah, so you going to pay for my flight and hotel and food? I'm there. Like, I, I'm just excited. I'm probably 26 at the time. I'm just excited to be traveling. Right. And another speaker was there. And he was like, man, he watched me speak. He was speaking the next day. But he came to my speech. He heard me, man. It was fantastic. Man, you know, you need to be all across the country. You that was a great job. How much do you charge? I don't charge nothing. What are you talking about? You came up here for free. I was like, Yeah, it was like, Fletcher, are you out your mind? I was like, Why <laughs> you said it? He was like, Man, look, you got an ESPN commercial, you didn't been on national TV twice, you've spoken at Ohio State uh, uh, headquarters. Look at your speaking resume. And I was like, I just do it because I like to do it. I said, man, as you had your, your mind, I was like, so what do you think I should be charging? He was like, at least 6000 I said, dollars? <laughs> Y'all out here for free hotels? Right. I was like, oh, let me, I got to do some reevaluation. Something ain't right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He said, I'm out here at a Motel 6 and a Happy Meal. What are we, yeah, what we like, talking about? And I remember the first time I actually, I was so nervous. Ohio State called me and was like, we want you to come speak at an event we're having up here. And he was like, well, of course, we'll pay for your travel. We'll pay for your food. He was like, how much is your honorarium? I was like, here you go, Fletch. You got you your chance to get that money. And I was like, I was so scared to say $1,000. I was like, 1000 He was like, you sure? I was like, I thought it was like, are you sure? Like, I'm, my bad, 500 Like, oops. He was like, 1000 Yeah, absolutely. He paid me that day. 
<laughs> I'm sure. And you know what? <laughs> since I, since I've been in this thing, uh, uh, you know, with the speaking, and that was one of the things that, that we learned in, in our training. Like, if they agree to it too fast, you're not charging enough. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because they know how much they're supposed to be paying. They're not going to tell you that. They'll probably tell you after the fact. You know what I mean? But they know how much a speaker costs and, and a good speaker, and, and especially with your resume. Like mm -hmm. you said, they know how much, you know, they should be paying you to come. And, uh, of course, like, like I said, they're not going to tell you. But, you know, when they say yes right away, like, yeah, okay, next person is going up. Yeah, price went up. <laughs> when he gave me that money on PayPal that day, I said he paid me on his personal account. Here, bye. Right. <laughs> take this. Come on, see, see you in two yeah. weeks. He didn't even, even, even take you to the overhead. He's just like, yeah, I got that. Yeah. He, he probably, right. well, my homeboy told me, he said he probably told you he charged ten thousand. He probably kept the money, uh, some, you know. I was yeah. like, no, hey, man, hey, could, could very oh, well, he, could very he well. He that money that day. I said, oh, <laughs> I was excited to get it there. I said, man, I remember calling my look. Y'all believe. They gonna pay for my flight and because you know my disability, I can't travel with myself. So yeah, I need two flights: one for me, one for my brother and my companion. Uh, two flights, a hotel room, and they gonna pay for my food and give me a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I'm straight. <laughs> but this is a 26 year old kid just happy to be just right. you know just excited. But now right. you know 32, 33 is a little different now you know resume the price mm -hmm. but they said yesterday's price is not today's price hey definitely not and I, I, I love doing it i enjoy doing it i love connecting with people like yourself and looking out in the crowd and seeing the engagement on people's faces some people crying some people laughing and just that's the type of speaker i am you know i'm a, I'm a very high energy person you're gonna laugh you might cry you're gonna think about what you're doing you know that's the type of i, I love it I, I love what i do yeah yeah and, and, and it shows. It definitely shows. Uh, again, uh, Flash, I want to say thank you uh, for being on. I want you to have the last word, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I definitely want you to leave us with something, you know, a word of inspiration. Mm -hmm. um, and then also where we can um, find you on social media and things like that. And definitely things that we can to help support you with. I know you got a, a nonprofit, I think, and some, some other things. Mm -hmm. So just, uh, I'll give you a couple of seconds to think about that because I want you to have the last word. Um, so in the meantime, to my listeners, uh, mm -hmm. thank you guys for, for, you know, tuning in and make sure that you guys are checking us out. Uh, check us out on our website, dealhealfulfill.org, dealhealfulfill.org. Make sure you check us out on our website and you can even check out, see about, uh, uh, booking me to come out as a speaker, as well as information about the podcast, both podcasts. And remember, we got two podcasts now, the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast, as well as um, the Girl Dead Discussions podcast. And also we have workshops and things that's going on. So you can go to dealhealfulfill.org to find out more information about what we got going on. And also with our eBooks, our eBooks, uh, you can go to eBooksbyEJames.com. I made it real simple, eBooksbyEJames.com to uh, check out the eBooks that we have available, including our one of our newest eBooks, which is Start Your Podcast Now and Only Three Steps, right? Start Your Own Podcast in Three Steps. So I know you're listening to podcasts and you're probably saying, I think I can do that, but I don't know where to start. Go to ebooksbyejames.com. Get the ebook for Start Your Podcast Now in Only Three Steps. And you know what I'm saying? Start your podcast. Uh, also, uh, I'm very happy to have the opportunity to connect with a uh, organization called the Forgiveness Mission. Mm -hmm. And one of the 
things that we do. We have free virtual workshops every quarter of the year to talk about forgiveness. We talk about what it is, what it's not, forgiveness of others, forgiveness of self, that whole thing. And so um, it's free, it's virtual. You can go to forgivenessmission.com to register, or you can go to Eventbrite and look up Forgiveness Mission uh, on Eventbrite to register uh, for our free, free virtual workshops. So whenever you're hearing this, either one just passed or one is coming up. Right. And so make sure you go to forgivenessmission.com to check us out uh, and be a part of our free virtual workshops that we have every quarter of the year. Uh, last but not least, I told you guys that I would tell you how you can win a hundred dollars from the podcast. You can win a hundred dollars from the podcast by entering our super subscriber contest. What does that mean? That means you must first subscribe to our YouTube page, to our Facebook page, and to our podcast on Spotify. After you've done those three three things, you text the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 866-326-0730 to qualify to win $100. The contest is ongoing. And once you're in, you're always in. You don't never have to uh, re-up again. Once your name is in, you're always in. You always have the possibility to win that $100. And it's random. So at any time, any day, I can pull a name, and you can be our next $100 uh, winner. So again, thank you guys for uh, tuning in to the to the podcast. And Mr. Fletcher, again, let me say definitely thank you uh, again for, for being on. Uh, thank you for the light that you shine in this world mm-hmm. and sharing your, vo- your voice with the world. And I'll let you have the last word. So the floor is yours. Okay. The pressure, the pressure. I like it. I like it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've talked about this entire podcast about pushing limits and how can we say the sky's the limit when there's footprints on the moon and when it regards the limit you know i read this quote one time that said uh, a wise man a, a smart man knows his limits a wise man knows he has none understand that whatever you want in life whatever you want to achieve accomplish there are no limitations to what you can achieve there are no limitations to what you do as long as you stay positive and think positivity you will accomplish it and when it comes to speaking positive, I want you all to do three things or two, uh, one thing three times. Just when you wake up in the morning, look in the mirror after you wash your face, brush your teeth while you're doing that whole, just say, today going to be a good day. Today going to be a good day. Today going to be a good day. And see see how that, you know, your life transi- transitions because it definitely helps me starting my day off with positivity. If you start your day off with positivity, things will go great. And if you always have negative thoughts in your mind, how do you have space for positivity? If you're always thinking about the problem, how do you make space in your mind for, for the solution? And what that means is like, uh, even that you've identified the problem, or don't dwell on it. Works are working on the solution. You, you, the negative thing that you keep thinking about is happening. Let's start thinking about something positive. You know, just keep positivity around in your life and watch your life ascend. All right, we can't end it no better than that. To my listeners, thank you guys for tuning in uh, one more time to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast, where our mission is to help people to deal, to heal, and to fulfill. So until next time, we'll see you guys next week. Be blessed. Hey, guys, I know you're enjoying the podcast. However, don't forget to join our text line at 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730. 326-0730 in order to receive text messages with new events and things that is going on and new episodes as they release. All right. See you in a minute. 
Thanks for listening to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. Remember to listen, like, subscribe, and share. This episode has been brought to you by Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Let's go to Deal to Heal Teas dot myshopify.com remember our mission is to help you to deal heal and fulfill deal with your problem heal from the pain and fulfill your purpose thanks for listening